Welcome to the Business Extra. We're recording the show in Davos. We're being hosted by the World Economic Forum during their annual meeting this week. Thank you to our hosts and thank you for joining us. It's nice to be in Switzerland. I'm very happy to say that with us for this episode is the chief executive of one of the world's largest information technology services companies, Tech Mahindra, CP Gurnani. CP, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming us at this cold but a cozy gathering at Davos. You're a regular uh, at Davos. Um, is it nice to be back in the snow in January? Oh, I'd love it. You know, particularly from where I grew up in India, where the average temperature was 40 Celsius. Once in a while, it is good to come in minus 5, minus 8 Celsius. And I enjoy the snow. I enjoy the compactness of Davos. And I enjoy the scale. Ultimately. 50 heads of the country, 2,000 plus delegates, more than 600 CEOs. I mean, it is a very, very important uh, uh, weather, environment, and an ecosystem. It's a very important time as well to have this meeting because 2022 uh, had many challenges, including inflation and energy crisis. And towards the end, we started to see job losses in sectors like finance, in uh, technology. Um, and the discussion here at Davos, at least initially, is going to be how do we manage an expected economic recession worldwide? How do we mitigate that? Do you agree with that consensus that we're facing a downturn in 2023? What, 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 what's the outlook for, for the company at the moment? You know, I personally, since we work in 90 countries around the world, to me, it is not about anything which is generic as a whole. You need to look at it from a fractal point of view. For example, Southeast Asia, Middle East, uh, India, I mean, it is very, very clear that they have the wherewithal uh, to continue to grow despite of slowdown in different parts of the world. I personally think that the Europe you know, thanks to the mild winter, the crisis may not be as deep. And in U.S., when you look at those job losses, you have to also remember that they're over-hired over to meet the demand in the previous three years. So in a way, they're adjusting. But if overall, uh, when I look at uh, U.S., I always think it will be a good recession. The good recession is when there is still demand of the jobs. There are challenges. And uh, the Fed will have to figure out a method of balancing a, an ugly word like recession and the good part where there are more jobs available and not enough people. I mean, we saw last year that margins were thinning, that costs were going up. But is there always the worry uh, that we talk ourselves into recession? When you talk enough about it, then investment goes down, spending goes down, people start to be defensive. Um, is, during the, this week, are you hoping that there'll be a kind of, I guess, more of a practical approach rather than a, a fear-based approach to what's going to happen in the next year or two? You know, whether it is people, whether it is technology, whether it is building organizations, I have always believed that the best way to build organizations, people, or ecosystem is always to look at the positives. Uh, 
unfortunately, yes. Uh, you know, forcing yourself to think bad is not the best antidote to recession. Uh, my personal belief is, yes, the costs are going up, but the clients are also willing to pay more uh, because they understand that it is an indexed economy. If the inflation or the cost of living goes up, then somewhere somebody needs to compensate. So it will compensate by higher wages, higher, uh, you know, delivery costs, and also effectively means is uh, better pricing of your products. So I, again, want to repeat that things have a lot of silver spots. And, uh, uh, you know, now that China is opened up, their consumption will also increase. So I, I'm more optimistic. It's, it's good to hear that you're optimistic because I, I don't know if there was a lot of optimism. I remember when we met here in May, um, which was a, a, a rescheduled uh, economic forum annual meeting, everybody was really optimistic, but I couldn't tell if they were optimistic because finally we were together or whether because there were real fundamentals to be optimistic about. I mean, the, the, the optimism, do you think it's shared with other chief executives and, and decision makers? So in, you know, so first let me come to Tech Mahendra. We analyzed buying behavior of all our major customers. Uh, all our major customers, there is no uniform pattern. Uh, for example, telecom sector is investing in 5G. Uh, BFSI, yes, there is a slowdown. Tech sector, yes, there is a slowdown. But different companies are also in their investment phases. For example, you look at the acquisitions of Microsoft. You look at, you know, uh, investments in uh, technology companies like ChatGPT, the OpenAI. I mean, it shows that it's not exactly uniform that one territory, one area, or a one vertical or a sub-vertical is in a logjam. So I think you need to pick up areas where the customers are doing well. You need to also help your customers who need transformation. It is a cost transformation. And Tech Mahendra uh, is working with some of our customers, particularly in Europe, on cost and digital transformation. Uh, on the promenade, the big main street here in Davos, uh, there is a strong presence um, from India. Um, it's, you know, billboards, shop fronts. It's very much a call to action to invest in India, particularly your state, which, you know, is, is obviously opportunity where Mumbai is. Um, but with the G20 as well, India is showing a lot of leadership at the moment. Does, does that help your business when India's voice is rising globally at this time? So again, uh, from an India perspective, I'm proud that we are still talking about, you know, the worst estimate is 6.5% growth, best estimate is 9% growth. So we are talking growth. Number two is India clearly has invested in policy. Uh, if you know that Apple 14, the largest producer is now India. Number two is uh, we have invested in people. Our strong ecosystem of engineering colleges, IITs, Indian Institutes of Management, 
and our, our focus on innovation and R&D, that is bringing fruit. So if I were to re-emphasize uh, that A, consumption-led economy, ease of doing business, policies, people, and overall, potentially a geographic advantage that we are now seeing an uptick in our economy. We feel very confident. And uh, so if India is shining on the promenade, there is a reason. Uh, last point, which is to do with uh, climate being a big point of discussion here this week. Um, tech companies in general have been moving towards the effort on sustainability. Um, obviously, uh, you know, there is the power demand that comes with more tech being used in general, but then there's the flip side, which is efficiency. Better tech means you can use your resources better. I mean, what's your point of view on where sort of climate and, and tech meet at the moment? So that, you know, different ways to look at the climate. Uh, are we happy that the global leaders, the chief executives, have climate control on the agenda? All of us are glad that people have recognized that better sustainability means better customer service, better uh, community service, and in a lot of ways, now today the shareholder rewards have also proven that if you are a more sustainable company, the shareholders reward you. The second part to this is that, is there a way out of becoming a net zero company faster? I think yes, there is. As long as we recognize and give credit to not only what we consume, but we look at our supplier ecosystem, we look at measurements at all levels, and I think that's where technology has to start giving dashboards to companies about their carbon credits, their carbon consumption, or the carbon they're you know, generating, and how they can reduce it. And I'm enthusiastic that the technology platforms have now come into shape, but is there a uniform gold standard which says the weight of this item is kilogram? I don't think we've reached that stage. So we need to define that standard of input, output, and how to minimize. Uh, and that's where technology has a role to play. And, and hopefully this week there will be some progress on uh, developing those standards. CP Gurnani, thank you so much for being with us on the Business Extra. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mustafa. Thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you to our host, the World Economic Forum. Uh, if you like what's happening at the World Economic Forum and want to know more, they have their own podcast, Radio Davos, every morning, and also Meet the Leader, so you can check that out. And we want to thank you all for being with us. Follow the nationalnews.com as well as wherever you get your audio content and on social media channels for our coverage from Davos every day. See you again.